Good morning and welcome to Simply Pause. Today, I am glad you're here and hope you're staying warm in this frigid weather. And I thought since it's so cold outside that we would talk about some ways to keep your dogs safe in this cold weather. Ways to warm them up and things to look out for in cold temperatures. And last weekend, I was up in Vermont and it was below freezing, 17 degrees below freezing, 20 degrees below freezing. I was wondering, I didn't see any dogs around, so I was glad to see that. I did see someone walking one little dog, but he had a sweater on. So um, it made me start thinking about how to take care of your dog in the really cold weather. So uh, I was looking around and I found some interesting information that I'm going to share with you. Just some quick facts and tips about keeping your dogs warm in the wintertime and things to think about. So something you um, you want to remember that different animals have different tolerances when it comes to the cold weather. You've got older dogs, thinner dogs, animals with certain kinds of fur, and all these have different challenges when it comes to the freezing temperatures. One thing is to never, similar to the summertime, you don't want to ever leave your dog in the car alone because a turned off car will trap cold air inside and potentially cause an animal to freeze to death. So don't ever leave your dog in the car for any reason at all in the cold weathers. Take your dogs on shorter walks. This is especially important for puppies and older dogs who don't tolerate the cold as well as younger ones. And short-haired pets also feel the cold faster because they have less protection. Also, you want to take care of animals with diabetes, heart disease, or kidney disease because they may have difficulty regulating their body temperature. So you want to go for shorter walks and only let your pets outside for a quick potty break if the temperature is below freezing. Let's see, some other pet tips that I found. You want to always pay attention to the cold weather warnings. And unless significant power outages are experienced, most cold weather episodes and winter storms are shelter-in-place events, so pet care needs should be planned for just as you would for yourself. So you want to leave your pet's coats a little bit longer in the winter to provide some more warmth, and that short summer cut from the groomer should be avoided during cold weather. And if you have short-haired breeds, consider getting them a coat or sweater that covers them from the neck to the tail and around the abdomen. When you bathe your dogs in the colder weather, make sure they are absolutely completely dry before taking them outside for a walk. That is really, really important. When walking your dogs during bad weather, keep them on a leash. It's easier for a dog to become lost in winter storm conditions. More dogs are lost during the winter than during any other season. So you want to make sure your dog is microchipped as well as always keep them on a leash. Uh, especially if you're around an area with frozen ponds, lakes, or rivers or um, anything like that because loose pets can break through the ice and quickly succumb to hypothermia before the uh, ice rescue personnel can arrive. So never try an ice rescue on a pet yourself. Leave that to trained professionals. Remember that puppies are much more susceptible to cold than adult dogs. So in the colder conditions or bed weather, you may need to opt for, for paper training your new pet rather than taking the pup outside. You also want to always keep your pet inside both during the day and night. Just because they have fur doesn't mean they can withstand cold temperatures. That makes sense. And if a dog is left outside, they should have a draft-free shelter large enough to stand and turn around in, yet small enough to retain body heat. You can use a layer of straw or other bedding material to help insulate them against the cold. But make sure the entrance to the shelter faces away from the direction of incoming wind or snow. So when taking your pets out for a bathroom break, stay with them. If it's too cold for you to stand outside, it's probably also too cold for your pet. Now here are some precautions for outdoor pets. If your pet is outside during cold weather, 
Remember that staying warm requires extra calories. So outdoor animals typically need more calories in the winter, so feed them accordingly when the temperature drops. And talk to your veterinarian for advice on a proper diet. Watch your pet's outside fresh water bowl. If it's not heated, you may need to refresh it more often as it freezes in cold weather. And always be aware of salt and de-icers. Many pets like to go outside to romp and stomp in the snow, but many people use powerful salt and chemicals on their sidewalks. You need to thoroughly clean your pet's paws, legs, and abdomen after they've been outside to prevent ingestion of toxic substances and to prevent their pads from becoming dry and irritated. Signs of toxic ingestion include excessive drooling, vomiting, and depression. Ice and snow. When you let your pets out for a walk or to romp outside, make sure when you come in that you get all those ice balls off as soon as possible as they can cause frostbite. After being outside, check your pet's paws, ears, and tails for frostbite. Frostbitten skin usually appears pale or gray and can be treated by wrapping the area in a dry towel to gradually warm the area. And you can also check with your veterinarian if you suspect that your dog has frostbite. Okay, so those are some tips about keeping your dogs safe in the winter season. Now, personally, I wouldn't keep my dog outside. And most people who have dogs, I don't think they would keep their dogs outside. Um, that, I think, is more kind of for farm animals and things like that. But if you've got a dog and it gets below zero, uh, they should be inside with you. So here's some information about the temperatures. Okay, so what temperature is too cold for a dog? In general, cold temperatures should not become a problem for most dogs until it goes below 45 degrees Fahrenheit. At this point, some dogs might begin to feel uncomfortable. So what is the coldest temperature to walk a dog? All right, for small to medium-sized dogs, cold weather risks that they face are hypothermia and frostbite. So when temperatures dip to 40 degrees Fahrenheit, larger dogs can tough it out for a little longer. All pet owners should exercise caution and keep walks brief once the thermometer reaches 30 degrees Fahrenheit. How long can dogs be outside in cold weather? In cold temperatures, 20 degrees and above, large dogs, which are about 50 to 80 pounds, should be outside no more than one minute per degree. Medium dogs, 20 to 50 pounds, can be outside for 30 seconds per degree. All right, so that's a good way to measure that. Can dogs get too cold? It is possible for dogs to get cold at night, even if they're kept indoors. If you think your dog is getting cold at night, consider giving him a cozy blanket to snuggle up to in his bed. And most dogs will not feel cold at night or will seek out a warmer place if they do. And here are some signs that if your dog is too cold. Number one, they'll shake or shiver. They will have a hunched posture with a tucked tail. They'll whine or bark. A change in behavior like seeming anxious or uncomfortable. Their reluctance to keep walking and tries to turn around. They seek a place for shelter, and they lift their paws off the ground. So those are all signs that indicate that your dog may be too cold. Now this is saying when the temperature dips below 32 to 14 degrees Fahrenheit, your dog is more likely going to need a little extra protection. Um, but with the right gear, these temperatures shouldn't affect your dog's regular activities. Do dogs' feet get cold in the winter? This is a good question. Although the skin on dogs' pads is a lot tougher than the skin on their feet, they can still get cold. In fact, Exposure of more than 15 minutes to temperatures around or below freezing can cause real risks to our dog's unprotected paws. Now here's something. What is dog hypothermia? Left in the cold for too long, dogs can develop hypothermia. This is a dangerous condition that occurs when the core body temperature drops too low. For dogs, mild hyperthermia begins to set in when their temperature drops below 99 degrees Fahrenheit. Frostbite can also become an issue at extreme low temperatures. Here's a question that you might wonder. Should I cover my dog with a blanket at night? If it's cold or your dog is small, then yes, you should cover him up at night. 
adding a blanket to his dog bed will help keep him warm. It will also make him more comfortable. Your dog will especially appreciate the extra blanket during really cold temperatures. Here's fun. How do dogs sleep when they're cold? In terms of temperature regulation, dogs sleep curled up or stretched out to keep warm or cool. For example, hardy dogs that are bred to work outdoors in cold weather tend to sleep curled up to keep warm. Indoor dogs do this too. But I, um, I noticed this a lot when I went to, a couple years ago, I went to upstate New York and I went to a dog sled place where we could see dogs that, that did dog sledding. They, they stayed outside in these little hut dog houses things. Yeah, they all do sleep curled up. I asked about it. I said, don't they get cold? And they're like, no, they, they're much hardier dogs and they're used to the cold, but they do sleep all curled up in their little huts. So that's how they keep warm. Here's a question. Are dogs' feet okay in the snow? All right, winter weather can pose a few risks to your dog's well-being, particularly their paws. Snow and ice can increase your dog's risk of frostbite and dry out their paws, leaving the skin chapped or cracked. Like our chapped lips, cracked paws can be annoying and painful. And something you want to keep in mind also, which happened last year around my condo, uh, they didn't use dog-friendly salt on a couple snowstorms and all the dogs in our neighborhood started to have issues with their feet they got dry and cracked and they started to hurt and a lot of dogs we were outside and we all started talking because we realized our dogs were all having the same issues they would they didn't want to put their feet down Um, they were kind of walking funny so that's when I called and inquired about the salt that they're putting down it wasn't dog friendly so that has changed now we have dog friendly salt But that is something that happens when the dogs have the salt and it irritates their paws. It can get between their little paw pads. And if you don't wipe it off when you come in, it can irritate them and then become a problem because it's continually to irritate their paws. And then they crack and they hurt. And then when they go back outside again, their paws are hurting because they're already cracked. So that's something to keep in mind. when. And I always make sure, like, if I take the dogs for a walk somewhere outside of our neighborhood on a sidewalk or something to try and keep them off of the salt because... It's probably not dog friendly, and you just want to make sure that you're not putting that the chemicals on their feet. So we usually walk on the grass or you know along along the other side of the salt, so there's not on it because that's something really important that can really 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 irritate your dog's feet. So you want to make sure you're you're checking that. And if you do go for a walk and you do walk in the salt, just when you come in, make sure you wipe their feet off. You can use like a um, a baby wipe or something like that and get all that salt off their belly, off their feet, off their legs, and all that kind of stuff. All right, here's a good question. How long can dogs stay out in the snow? I know I used to have a Border Collie that used to love to play out in the snow, and um, her her time limit was usually about 15 minutes because that was about the time that she would start to get the little snowballs in her feet and on her belly hairs. So she would come in, and we would blow dry her feet. (laughs) She actually let me do that, although she did like to go stay out and play in the snow longer. But I would always have to bring her in because her little toes would get the little snowballs in between her paws. And uh, so there would be time to come in, and we would dry her feet off, and she'd be in for a little while. And then an hour or so later, we'd we'd go back out and play a little more. But she loved the snow. But, again, it's real important to make sure you get those little snowball things off of their toes. So this says, basically, you should limit the time your dog plays in the snow for about 30 minutes. But be on the lookout for signs of discomfort like shivering or staying by you. And uh, it seems like they want to go home. So... That's a, that's a good indication your dog's had enough of the snow. Here's something that I thought was really interesting because sometimes my other dog that I had, Bo, he would like to sit in front of our little heater and his nose would get really, really dry. I always wondered, you know, what could I put on it? And I, I had some paw, paw and nose lotion for him. But this is something that I, I have often wondered because it says, can I put Vaseline on my dog's nose? It says you should not use Vaseline on your dog's nose because it can be toxic. 
Vaseline isn't necessarily a death sentence in small doses, but if dogs ingest too much of it, which is the petroleum jelly, it can cause upset stomach and diarrhea. And putting petroleum jelly on your dog's nose makes it even more likely for them to uh, have it in their in their tummy because they're constantly looking in their nose if you put something on it. So that was really interesting to me. I hadn't really thought about that, and I was glad to find that answer because I've often wondered, because Vaseline is such a good moisturizer, that I often wondered about putting it on their paws and nose. I never did, and I'm glad I never did, but good to know that uh, that you shouldn't. Okay, and here's something you want to know. What happens when my dog gets too cold? A dog gets too cold, and they could develop hypothermia, which is a condition that occurs when the dog's body temperature falls below normal. And if the dog's temperature continues to fall, the muscles stiffen, the, the breathing and the heart rate slow, and he could potentially die. So hypothermia is just as bad in dogs as it is in humans, and you want to make sure that your dog stays very warm. Here's a question that says, do dogs need booties in the cold weather? And it says, even cold weather loving breeds should be wearing some type of foot covering or paw wax to prevent paws from drying out. These dog breeds suited to cold weather do not need insulated boots, but can wear thin pliable waterproof boots if they're comfortable. And this is something, I, yeah, I've had this stuff. It's paw, paw balm, I think it's called. And you can put that on the bottom of their paws, and it also helps them, like I said, it helps them when they're dried out, but it also helps when they go outside to keep their paws from getting dried out from being out in the cold. All right, well, I hope all that stuff was helpful to you. I, I kind of jumped around there, but I found so many different topics about cold and dogs that I wanted to share everything with you because with this cold weather, it is really important to keep your dogs warm. And if you're going to go for a walk, go for a shorter walk. And I know with Elvis, like he is a littler dog, closer to the ground. So I do put a sweater or jacket on him because he gets snow and um, stuff on his belly, whereas Paco is taller and doesn't get as much. So you just have to think think smart about what kind of dog you have, how they are in the cold. If you have a big, huge dog that's used to that kind of weather, that's fine. If you have a smaller dog, you want to take precautions, put a sweater or jacket on them. Most dogs don't like the little boots on their feet, so that's kind of a thing they have to get used to, but I have seen dogs that do wear them. It's just so, it's just a matter of getting them used to things. And here's something funny I found in, in a, a question and answer thing about dogs. It says, how do you condition your dog to wear a sweater in the winter? The response is from uh, a trainer, and she says, you, do, you don't want to ever force your dog to wear something that they don't want to wear, so you just have to get them used to it and let them play with it, let them smell it, let them be around it, and then maybe start to put it on them and see how they do if they don't like it. Just let them get familiar with it, and then as they get familiar with it, you can get more comfortable with maybe trying to put it on them but you definitely don't want to put something on the dog that they don't want or they're uncomfortable with because that's counterproductive if they get anxious and things like that so just when you've got a dog that um, you want to put a sweater on like I said you want to get him used to seeing the sweater and you might want to carry it around and if you have a sweater you want to get him used to the feel of the sweater and uh, gently rub the sweater on his fur while you brush him you can also place the sweater near his favorite sleeping place and maybe he'll lay down on it. So there's lots of ways to get a dog used to a sweater because you don't want to force it on them if they if they aren't comfortable with it. And it's funny, Elvis Elvis doesn't mind sweaters. He's not a real fan of, well, actually, I should say, he's got a couple different coats that I have for him. He prefers the ones that slide over, not the ones that have, like, the, the Velcro around his tummy. So, again, you just have to know your dog and know your dog's tolerance to what kind of things. And, and like I said, Elvis loves sweaters, and he looks adorable in them. Just keep your dogs warm and safe, and especially in this very, very cold weather. So, all right, we're going to take a quick break, and then I'm going to come back. I have a little buddy with me, uh, my little buddy Zayden. He is Robert Todd's grandson. And uh, we're going to talk about some dog jokes and some of his dogs and, and just have a little chit-chat. So we'll be right back. <laughs> 